you got it. Yeah, I think that's that's a great segue to one of the comments I had. Last season, we saw one of the major issues with the Nets was just not even asking, demanding that KD carry the Nets and that that be the be-all, end-all. And KD is a player who is capable of doing that, of course, but that was one of his major gripes with the Nets last season. When he wasn't on, the Nets would lose 100% of the time, and he had to be you know, all-world, 100% KD uh, for the Nets to win games. And for that to not be the case in the second game of the season, uh, when we faced some serious adversity, and I know it's not a Nets point, but one of the major things I have to talk about is Pascal Siakam. Uh, he he is on he is on some other level, and he's been a player. I remember thinking all the way back to the bubble, the way Pascal destroyed us. Uh, Thirty-seven points, triple double is 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 nothing to nothing to to shake Spice your fist DP. at. It it was it was it was serious seeing him play like that. I, I expect them. I feel like they're one of those teams that are always there in the Raptors that are always competing, always around. I expect something from them this year, but you know, moving back to the nets, I think that type of resiliency is something that the nets need uh, to be able to see one of your best players, not really get it going. And quite frankly, Katie looked horrendous. He was airballing shots. He was, he was, he was, He's been too weak terrible. with the basketball. He has been. You're right. And honestly, you said that going into the game, you said in the preseason, you know, his handle was looking a little loose. He wasn't going up strong. I was like, well, it's a preseason. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. He he kept it up in the last two games. And it's not the kind of thing where I'm thinking that it's going to be a consistent issue. But to see the Nets fight through that is, is to me, it is huge. And, you know, we love Kyrie. We love, uh, you know, the, the production he put up. I, I love Claxton. But rather than, than hitting on points that have already been hit, I'm going to cycle back to one other thing I said seeing Joe Harris come back to, for him to be on the floor. Um, obviously he played a little bit in the preseason. He, he was out with a very serious injury. Uh, hadn't played uh, a regular season NBA game in, in quite some time. And to even see him back out on the floor to hear the response he got from the crowd uh, when he hit his first three, I thought that was, I thought that was amazing. And I'm always someone who's going to be uh, attracted to those, those types of storylines, whether it's, KD coming back from injury, Kyrie facing adversity, XYZ. Uh, I, I love it for Joe Harris. And he's, uh, I believe, the last player of the, uh, as we call them, old longest, regime Nets. Yep. Longest tenured longest, Net. He's longest the last tenured, one. tenured Net. I like that. I like the culture guy. He may not be the loudest guy in the huddle. He may not be uh, the most flashy, showy guy in the NBA. My favorite Joe Harris anecdote is walking behind him down the stairs at a Barclays Center uh, season <laughs> ticket holder event. And uh, me being the same height as him, you know, not really seeing like a big guy, didn't really think much of it. Just thought he was another white guy. Um, you thought he was uh, a barista I, or something? I did. Yeah. I did. I was like, I, didn't I was like him either. He was just kind of in the mix right. with everybody. I was like, very, very cool beard. Nobody noticed him. He was hmm. he, it, he people were as likely to come up to me to say something about being on the Nets as, as, as they were to say something to him. But I love seeing him back on the floor. And I think that 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 bodes well, his his type of recovery, the way he's come back and you know, all signs point to lasting, a lasting comeback uh, bodes well for TJ Warren, uh, someone on the nets who is obviously struggling with, you know, pretty, pretty killer back-to-back injuries. Uh, I have a lot of faith in the nets training staff. I have a lot of faith uh, in that. And I think should the nets be all the way healthy and that's not something that you can bank on or even assume will happen in the NBA. Uh, I'm expecting, I'm expecting some great things and, and uh, positive returns are, 
uh, our early returns are positive. Can, can I just ask why you have faith in the Nets training staff? Just because uh, I keep remembering them make these announcements like, oh, no, no, no setback. Then the guy's out for the season. And Jeremy Lin's hamstring. You know, I that- have no faith in what they do. I, I, don't I, I don't have I don't I will say two things. First off, I won't I do not have any faith in what the Nets say to the public okay. at all. Um, whoever whoever is running Nets PR is is a uh, is a uh, is someone who who definitely doesn't really have too much of a faithfulness in the truth. Uh, i i think who it is (laughs) and that's not a personal criticism i I, i'm not i'm sure it's not them won't take it personal (laughs) yeah 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 Uh, but what i i have faith in i mean the actual returns that we've seen and 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 i i still do hold quite a bit of of admiration for what they were able to do with kevin durant's injury uh and thinking back to that thinking back to boy and and i we you know persona non grata I do listen to Stephen A. Smith when what he has to say every once in a while, because I think it's funny, uh, the outlandish takes. And I remember him saying that he put it on 10% that Kevin Durant was going to be able to come back from his injury at 100%. And seeing the season Katie put up after injury, that 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 gives him a lot of clout in my head, if I'm completely honest. And so I, 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 I'm, I'm holding on to that, and I am uh, the forever optimist. And, and, I, and I will say that I think I think there's – there's a chance for them to prove themselves right after some some pretty fair debacles the last season. Well, TJ Warren would give him a third guy who could create his own shot, right? Like that would be a, a big exactly. addition there. Exactly. I, I see Champagne Poppy in the, the chat. It's a, probably a different Champagne Poppy that, that I'm used to seeing online. But he, he said something about O'Neal fire. That's one player we didn't mention. And that's um, a sign of, of trust on that play. The fact that Kyrie trusted him, I, I think O'Neal even turned to him and said, you know, I told you, I told you, you know, like rewarding the fact that he, he threw him the, the basketball. That's the kind of thing. He wasn't having a good shooting night. If I go back to the box score, I think that was his first, that was his first three he made. And he had one, he was one of six before that shot. So yeah, that's trust right there. You're not, you're not the hot hand, but I love that too. The Nets have been moving the ball. The ball movement already you can see is different without a James Harden or without a Bruce Brown. No offense to Bruce Brown. I'm kind of just – I know he had a good night the other night, but I'm kind of glad that Bruce is out of here. He just wasn't it for me. Like, I, I, as a fan, rooted for him, but you could tell that he wasn't the type of guy that, like, you don't want to have that kind of guy in that situation. If if we're kicking the ball out to – to Royce or to Bruce Brown to hit that three, I have more confidence in Royce. That's a fu- it that's a fu- he's Brown. a he's a fun college player. He's a fun player on like a like a team that isn't you know kind of expected to win the championship. Right. You know, it's not a coincidence they're moving the ball without James Harden either. You know, James Harden is a facilitator and he'll pass the ball, but after he's already dribbled twenty seconds off the shot clock, and yeah. we should take a second to acknowledge the fact that uh, the the Nets are going to get Victor Wembanyama as well I mean, that's a <laughs> that that's is, a big that deal is, that is huge that is he's huge. headed Him to brooklyn and DJ warren will be killer yeah uh, you know but seriously the sixers are, are, are a mess Fingers I, crossed. Fingers I, I i think that's going to implode i i i don't trust either Embiid or harden in the clutch harden or the other PJ day was, tucker pj tucker plays too hard to play oh, with those guys <laughs> I, I like pj tucker but he's going to get mad at them and they're going to hate each other because harden needs um the space to operate so he's going to need and beat on the perimeter he's not going to get the touches if Embiid gets the touches harden can't play off the ball at the end of that game harden wasn't even trying to score he was just trying to draw a foul that is going to be a mess it's going to be a mess <laughs> dylan says how tall is hudson hudson still growing hudson might be six four because i'm i'm a good six two and Hudson's like two inches taller than me. I think Hudson's like six four. 
Maybe with the hair six five. Don't see yeah, no, on, if on I, the young boy. If I if I if I lift it up, I can get I can get six five six six on <laughs> on a good day. I I make sure because uh you know it, it's fun working with Keith and Robin both being credentialed reporters. Uh, it, it, it's it's fun knowing that you know there's there's a there's a chance down the line where we might get to have some fun conversations with with Nets players face to face, which is always especially after COVID is something that would be really exciting to do. Um, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stand my ground there. I gotta, I can't, I can't make my let myself feel too small. You know, I thought it, you were gonna in, say in the there's a guys. there's a chance that we end up on the on the court. We might might have to hoop. They might call us to some type of celebrity game this year. At practice in the park. They had like a Instagram influencer game. Who I I don't know. Who I don't those know. People were. I don't I'm know. Gonna be honest. That, Could not name one of them. Couldn't. That name was one the of them. first year that they did that. And I think next year they'll get some bigger names. Shout out to Shiggy and Rotimi. And I forget who else was in was it. Was one of them Fabio Foreign? No, but shout out to Fabio. <laughs> I got to talk about that. I don't think anybody wants him in the fan game. <laughs> oh, Fabio has performed at Barclays before. He went viral because you could tell, like, the audio, his earpiece wasn't matching the audio that we were hearing. And he tried to just make it through the performance. But it, it, it was bad. It was bad. But what I'll say is Fabio is a big name, and he's from Brooklyn. It makes sense to have him. I'm, I'm glad that they had him for opening night. Because Friday night, they had Kevin Rudolph perform. And Kevin Rudolph hasn't had a hit record since Let It Rock with Lil, Lil Wayne. Let's see when the, what year this came out. Let It Rock, Lil Wayne, uh, Kevin Rudolph. Most of you probably don't even know who I'm talking about. Let It Rock, Let It Rock, Let It Rock. 2008, that song came out. And he was the Friday night live performance. Uh, it sounded like it went well, but... Um, I thought it was hilarious that, like, you know how the internet works. They see a video of Fabio, and he's trying to rap over the beat, and he's off beat, and they're like, oh, this is terrible. It wasn't his fault. You weren't there. I was there. I literally was, like, on Brooklyn Nets radio with Capper and Carino, and I felt bad for him. I'm like, this doesn't sound good. 